Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the US. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. On this week's podcast, we are talking about the cloud. Have you picked up our online survival guide yet? Get prepped for the future of online marketing by going to www.aybguide.com. Hey, everybody. This is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number 73. Today, we are talking about the cloud. What is the cloud? How does it work? How can you use it for your business? And we're going to break it down and show you what it is and show you how we use it for our business too. And of course... The lovely Heather Porter is on the other end of the call. Hello, Heather. Hello, Andrew, and hello, everyone. How are all of you? Hope you're doing very, very well, all of you that are jogging, cooking, driving, or just sitting, kicking back at your computer right now. Yes, good to have you on board for number 73. I can't believe how fast that's going. That's just crazy. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. So, um, you know, I thought we would discuss the cloud. I had, I had a few people during the week asking me about cloud and I thought a one-minute answer was going to suffice, but it turned into a half an hour, <laughs> half an hour teaching <laughs> session. And I thought, you know what? There's probably a lot of people out there who still don't understand what this cloud thing does. It can be a little confusing if you've never used it before. And you know, what is it? Is it just for people playing games? Is it just for people playing music? Uh, it's so much more than that. And we thought we'd break it down and share it with everybody. I think it's a great choice of topic because it is something that makes. It's what all small businesses, even large businesses need nowadays to, you know, store files, communicate with each other and all that good stuff. But before we talk a little bit more and define what actually a cloud is, Andrew, what have you learned? Heather? Well, I'll tell you what, I just came out very, 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 very recently was the new Amazon phone. Now, it's come out in the US. I don't think you'll see it in Australia just yet. But the Amazon Fire Phone, it's called, and uh, it's a pretty cool phone, especially for Amazon. <laughs> so you know, it's like it's like a normal cell phone and does all the usual stuff, like calls people. Imagine that—a phone that calls people. <laughs> it does all that sort of stuff. But Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon, just came out and they launched this uh, this new Fire Phone. And basically, what it does, it's um, they have an app. Inside this, inside this Fire Phone called Firefly, and it uses the phone's microphone and camera to recognize any real-world product. You know, so if you're a user, you can just push a button on the on the handset to bypass the phone's lock system, even as well the lock screen, and uh, you get taken directly to a product page on guess where. Amazon. Amazon, right? So it says the Firefly button lets you identify things like printed web and email addresses. So if you see something on a business card, you can take a photo of it or click at the button and it takes you directly to a, uh, an email address or your, or your email server. It recognizes phone numbers, QR codes, barcodes, artwork, over 100 million different items, including songs, movies, TVs, uh, and products. So it it does all that. It recognizes all this stuff, and then it does something with it. It either takes you to a, you know, a page that's relevant on Amazon, so you can buy the product or whatever else you need to do. So it's going to be an interesting thing that uh, people have, and it's going to be interesting how people use it. Actually, I think uh, it'll be fascinating. What do you think about that? 
You know, it's it's cool. A while back, I think it was you that was talking about an app that was book-based where I think you could scan um, from your phone a QR reader or something. You could scan a book title or something and it would take you to the book page. Mm-hmm. Does that ring a bell? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just remember a while back we were talking about it and what this seems like is it's almost like a, a you know, a hundred times more steps up than that. And yeah. Well, you know, you know, Amazon itself actually has about – 250 million users so it's a pretty it's a massive platform in itself right um and you know if people are using it even even a bit now here's another cool thing you could be out shopping and you think well i don't know if i want to buy that but maybe i'll see if it's on amazon you take a photo with your phone bang straight to amazon sales page you in seconds you know what the price is on amazon and you can make a decision whether you want to buy it there or not yeah, pretty powerful, you know. Yeah. It's making it very easy for us to buy what we want and at any time full on convenience. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, you know, that's what I um learned this week. I found it fascinating that uh, Amazon are now jumping in the phone market. I didn't find it surprising. I just find it no. fascinating. Yeah. But that's uh, So that's what I found. How about you? What have you been up to this week? Nice. Uh, so there's a, a little tool that I've been using this week because I've been doing some video work for just um, some of our clients and also getting clips for us as well. And I really actually quite like it. It's called iSkySoft and it's just iSkySoft.com. And what it is, is it's a little cheap piece of software. It's a video converter. So it does a couple of things. It allows you to pop in videos and then format them for your phone. So you can format them for your Android or iPhone. So they automatically play on your phone in the right size, right format and all that. Because you have to kind of, oftentimes videos that you download online or get off DVDs or whatever, you have to redo them so you can play them on your mobile device. So it's a Mm. click and drag little tool. But what I really like about it is it comes with this little download button that automatically shows up on YouTube videos. So as soon as you download the software, every time you now go into YouTube, every YouTube video that's on there has a download button. So you can actually download the MP4 video from YouTube into your own hard drive, any video that's on YouTube. So it's pretty... Pretty cool. Like if you're using clips, not only of your own stuff, other people's stuff to make little promo videos or whatnot, you know, as we know, uh, when you're posting on social media, it's pretty much public domain when you put your stuff up there. So Mm. um, it's a cool, it's a, it's a cool little tool. makes it easy if you like working in video. I love it. I love it. Now, what if you run out of room on your computer if you're downloading all those (laughs) YouTube videos? Yes, that's a very good segue. Do you like that? I thought that's very cool. I'm pretty impressive with my segue that's there. Very impressive. <laughs> so that brings us to our cloud conversation. Cloud. So, so yeah. So I just want to quickly give a quick background. I, I was um I was out with Jeff Harrison, our friend Jeff Harrison from Swing Point Media. I know Jeff listens to our podcast, so I thought I'd better say hello. Um, we were teaching some uh, people um, some stuff on our Tuesday morning live event that we do every Tuesday morning, and. Um, yeah, the conversation came up about cloud and what was going to be a quick answer, as I said, turned out to be a, a longer than expected uh, chat about cloud. And, and the people that were in the room really didn't have much idea about cloud at all. They were mm. fascinated with what – they were actually fascinated with how they're actually using it without even knowing they're using it too. So <laughs> so I thought, you know what, why don't we share that with our listeners on our podcast? It was a great discussion. I thought we could get some of the um, – main points from that and you and I can have a discussion about cloud today so that's why we are talking about the cloud so give us a rundown H what the really what the cloud means to you and and um, just so people get an idea of what we're talking about 
I mean, very simply to me, it's just a place to store and share files that you can access from any of your devices, computers, phones, tablets, from anywhere in the world. So it's um, there's different cloud platforms, but all you need to, I guess, know is that it sits somewhere that you can access from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a pretty straightforward and simple explanation that spot on. It's the ability to have information without having the massive hardware to store it. Yeah, exactly. Now, why would you need something like this, Andrew? Why would you actually need a cloud and why would you need to use it? Well, when you listen to our podcast and you go and get that iGuideSoft <laughs> software and you start downloading all those videos, you need somewhere to store them. Mm. No, no, the truth is that you know we're taking so many more photos these days. We're taking videos with our phones. There's so much information going backwards and forwards these days that we need somewhere to store it. Now, you know, we look at hard drives. You go to the local computer shop and they have hard drive backups for your, for your hard drive. And, you know, there's nothing now to see four or five, six, seven terabytes of backup storage available for you to buy. Where in the olden days, if you had a, I was using somebody's thumb drive or their little, you know, their little, um, little USB. USB stick the other day and they had a 256 meg stick. And I said, what's this? I can't even put anything. I can't even put a PowerPoint presentation on this. And I had to laugh thinking this has been in this guy's pocket for a long time. Yeah. You really, I don't think you can even buy sticks that small anymore. But that was a, that was a fairly large stick back in the day, right? So now we've got so much information that we need to store somewhere that either our computers have to get a lot bigger to, to store this information or we needed to put them somewhere else and as our phones get smarter our smartphones get smarter and they they have you know 32 or 64 gig models of smartphones that's a lot of memory inside a phone but there's uh, the technology is getting smaller to store it but there's also the ability to you may have a lot more information than the 64 gig or the 32 gig that you've got you'll need to store it somewhere else and the beauty is you can store it on the on the cloud so that it's not just your phone you can access it from it's your computer or your tablet or somebody else's computer too yeah and i also think with the big changing work environment that everybody's facing that's also why it's gotten really popular so as people are outsourcing more of what they're doing and um, more companies have virtual team members which of course we are pretty much entirely virtual you have to have some method of being able to share files back and forth but also to store files that are the like say the latest edition so instead of if you used email say for example and you have um, a document version number one, and you email it to staff member number one. They make a change, they email it to staff number two, and onwards and onwards. And by the end of the whole thing, everyone has a different version of the file. Whereas with the cloud, everyone can access the latest version of the file, and it just allows you to maintain and manage your systems and your team a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, a couple of, I'll give, share a couple of basic examples that people may, may not even realize that they're using cloud storage for. Gmail. You know, mm. you know, Gmail is all on the cloud. You can access your Gmail from your phone, from your tablet, from your computer. You can access it from my computer, your computer, or even the library's computer. It's not on a local computer. It's somewhere out there on a massive server in Google land where you can access Gmail. So, you know, and when I often bring that up, people go, ah, oh, is that is that where cloud is that what cloud is? So it's essentially you you look at all your emails and now I've got ten thousand something emails in my inbox or in my boxes there. Now I wouldn't have the room to store those on my computer, so but there I, I do have the room to store them on my cloud. So 
that's an example of cloud. What other examples of cloud are, are out there? So a really popular one that a lot of people are using is called Dropbox, which is basically it allows you to have multiple files and you can put different, um, or I should say folders, subfolders, things like that. And you can put different files in there of any kind of file type that you want, videos, MP3s, Word docs, whatever. And then what you can do is choose to give permissions of sharing for all your different um, folders. So if you have, say, um, a, a client, you might want to just share one folder. And maybe with your team or a certain team member, you share another folder. But also, it's for your own use. So for, for me, for example, I will use Dropbox. I have an app on my iPad. And I will store, I have a little um, file in there with, like, you know, internet marketing um, videos and things that I want to learn. And what it allows me to do is for many of my devices, I just go straight into my Dropbox account and I can watch the videos that are in there from anywhere, mm-hmm. um, and which, which is fun because it just means that I'm kind of can learn on the go or wherever I want to go. The last thing I like about Dropbox is it has something called a public folder, which allows you to very easily share files, even without giving permissions. So if you just need to really quickly share a, full, uh, a file with somebody and you don't want to go through the hassle of training them on Dropbox and getting their account and then getting them to link into a folder, you can actually upload straight into a public folder. And then there's a little, you basically right click on your mouse and say, share link to this particular uh, file. And then you can send that link to anyone. And they can then, of course, access that file from any device or computer that they want to as well. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I do want to tell people is that you, by using the cloud, you have to be connected to the internet somewhere. Good right. point. You're going to have yes. to access the internet. So if you're in the middle of the desert, and you've only got your phone and you've got no signal and you can't access the internet, you're not going to be able to access your files. Yeah, so, so that brings me to another point though. A lot of these cloud solutions like Dropbox also let you download your files onto your local computer or your device as well. So you can actually have a local version of your files on your computer so that you can work on it when you're offline. Let's say you're on a plane or something like that and you don't have access to the internet or you're traveling, you can still use have access to your downloaded files on your local computer as well. Yes, very good point. Glad you brought that up. <laughs> so that, that, was, that was something I just remember someone asking that mm. the other day. So that's Dropbox. Now, Dropbox, uh, prices, prices for Dropbox, do you know those off the top of your head? It's free for is it? I think it's still two gigabytes uh, of space, or, or is it more? Two or five? I can't remember from my head. One or the other. You get, yeah, guess, you can get a free account. Let, just let know that that you can get a free account with a certain amount of space. Yeah, and that runs out really fast. So then you pay from there, and it just is in increments of how much space you want to buy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we pay around about a hundred dollars a year for a hundred gig. I think mm. that's about the right price, 100 gig. But there's a bit of a storage war on right now. The other, the other big, com- there's a number of big competitors, but the other big competitor is Google Drive. So mm. if you've got a Google account or a Gmail account, then you have access to Drive. And Google Drive is like the old Google Docs. But now you can do so many more things on there. You can put a lot of information on your Google Drive, same deal as what you could with Dropbox as well. So you can do that sort of thing. The other one that I do want to talk about, which I don't, use a lot but i have heard people talk about is microsoft 365 or 360 360 
Is it three sixty or three sixty five? It's one. I think it's three sixty. <laughs> and you can you can tell I use it a lot, right? Yeah. Then they have Windows three sixty five or something. But yeah, there's Windows yeah, 360, I know, I know whatever it is. It's a cloud based. It's a cloud based yeah. Windows version. Um, what I do like about that is that if you create certain files, like I say, a PowerPoint presentation, you don't need PowerPoint to run. You don't need PowerPoint on the computer to run that presentation. So if you've got a PowerPoint presentation inside Dropbox, and let's say that I send you a file Heather of PowerPoint and you don't have PowerPoint on your computer, mm-hmm. you can't open that you can't open that file. Yeah. Right? You need PowerPoint on your computer to open that file. Um, with Microsoft three sixty or five, um, <laughs> you don't need you don't need to have that on your computer because it uses the PowerPoint engine in Microsoft three sixty five to uh, to run that presentation for you. So it's a it's a cool little feature that Microsoft that Microsoft product has. <laughs> it's funny. Now, now you have to go and I think it's Microsoft three sixty five actually. You know why I know that because I just tried to Google it quietly on the on the side here and uh, it's auto filling to that. So. <laughs> Oh, it did? Okay, good. Yeah, 365. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. good, good. Come, come to our internet marketing school. We'll teach you everything you need to know. You can clearly tell we're Mac lovers. <laughs> <laughs> so what? anything else about those storage um, systems? Well, the other one that, um, that I love that we use for huge amounts of what we do is Amazon S3. So mm-hmm. Amazon has its own storage um, you know, servers. S3 is what it's called. And same thing, you create folders, but in there it's called buckets. And how we use it is the exact file that you're listening to right now. All of our podcast files are stored in Amazon. It's extraordinarily cheap. The reason why you'd want to use something like that instead of put your files on your website, for example, is because if you get a big following and a lot of people going to your server at the same time trying to pull big media files, you could crash your website or you know it's going to really log down your the speed of your site. But this way, you have your site's on the side, it's running really fast, and then you have your fast storage, and it's very inexpensive. It also lets you use video. So a lot of times you'll see on private premium content, people will be using video players um, that are pulling from an Amazon S3 video file. You know what I like about S3 mm. is the fact that if you have a lot of files in S3 and nobody's downloading them, nobody's watching them, then you don't get charged. Exactly. You only get charged for the paper use, basically. So if you've got a great video and everyone's watching it, then you're going to start paying some money. Uh, but if you've got files up there and you're not sure if it's going to work or not, um, it's a great way to test it. You're not going to be paying any money for it, which is cool, rather than a Dropbox account where you've got to pay money for an account for a year, whether you've got one kilobyte in there or one megabyte or one gigabyte, uh, you're still going to have to pay the same money. So yeah. Uh, with Amazon, you only pay for what you use, which is pretty cool. Exactly. So, look, I'd say this, like as a, as a business uh, that's growing or a small business, uh, you really could look at using the cloud in one of two ways. One, to use file sharing with your staff so or and or clients. So something like Dropbox or Google Drive would be good for that. And then using it for your actual media files to safely, securely store, but also to allow the public to access such as your podcasts and your video files. And that would be your Amazon S3 account. So, most businesses nowadays are really getting both uh, and because they're finding they're using them both as well, especially in the age of content creation and marketing. 
Apple have their own cloud system too. So you, if, you've got, if you've got an iPhone, you'll always be getting prompted to say, hey, do you want to store all your photos on the cloud? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a great way. If you ever lose your phone, uh, you know, something happens, you drop it in the in the, in the the drink somewhere, then uh, you're not going to lose all your photos and stuff like that, which was a problem in the past of photos that were stored on local device. Well said. Um, one other thing I want to talk about too quickly is the Amazon technology called WhisperSync. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you talked about that actually not too long ago in a What You Learned, I think. Yeah, well, I just want to, just in case people didn't hear about it, I'm going to. Yeah, no, share it because it's it perfect, off. actually. But, um, so, WhisperSync technology is um, Amazon's. Uh, when you buy a book from Amazon, let's say that you buy a Kindle, a Kindle book. I'm not talking a physical book, I'm talking a digital product, digital book. And I download it onto my iPad, and I can start reading my reading the book that I've just bought. Let's say that I'm uh, I read up to about page 15, and then I stop reading it on my iPad because I'm going to work or something. I'm going to go and do something. I can go to my phone and open up that book on my Kindle viewer, and Amazon WhisperSync will know what page I've read up to on my other device. So these no, books okay. are actually stored on the cloud. Um, so that it knows exactly what page you're up to. So when you open up that Kindle device on your phone, it says, hey, you were up to a page further than this on another device. Do you want to open from there? Then you can say yes. So you start reading. So you don't even have to go through and go, oh, which page was I up to again? Uh, it automatically knows. I can read another 20 pages, put it down, and go to my computer and on my Kindle on my computer and then pick up exactly where I left off from my phone. And then it doesn't matter where you are, what device you are, it knows exactly what page you're up to. So they call that Whisper Sync, which is pretty phenomenal. Now, they just recently launched audiobooks, Whisper Sync for audiobooks. So you can be listening to a book or an audio file and stop it or pause it at one spot and then pick it up on another device exactly where you left off. So you don't have to scroll through and find out where it is. So I think that sort of technology won't be far before video, Whisper Sync for video will come into play as well. Yeah, yeah. And who knows where the, where the future lies with that sort of stuff too. It's all making it easier to engage with content ultimately, you know, in your own time space. If you're going to jump devices, you're well, actually, always yeah. just you know, where actually, you left um, off. Apple just launched uh, with their iOS 8. They talked about this sort of um, technology as well, where I think, now correct me if I'm wrong because I may have this wrong, but um, there's even things where phone you can pick up a phone call on your phone and then you can transfer it to a to a computer and take the rest of it on your computer too. I believe that's what they were doing. I may be wrong with that, but I know there's some sort of whisper sync style technology that the iOS 8 has coming out with it when, it, when it's launched as well. That I don't know, but if anybody mm. who's listening does know, please drop us a line and let us know what you know about it because that sounds interesting. Yeah. Please, please make me look stupid, but that's okay. <laughs> Or validate him. <laughs> yeah, validate. I love you forever if you validate me. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. Anything else before we wrap on up? No, I think um, I think the thing is don't be scared of it. Just understand that cloud is a great way to store information that you don't have to store yourself and you can mm-hmm. access it anywhere you want at any time you want on any device you want. It's great for traveling too. You know, you don't have to have all these files taken with you. You can just put them on the cloud, take your iPad or your phone, and you can access that information uh, wherever you want, whenever you want. So it's a it's a great it's a great way that things are happening, and I think the world's getting smaller as far as devices go, and part of that is due to cloud technology. 
Agreed. Now, everybody, if you want to converse with us and validate or prove Andrew wrong, <laughs> come on over to autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcasts and look for episode number 73. That is where you'll find the show notes and resources that we've discussed in this show. So we'll pop in the links about Dropbox and Amazon S3 and all the things that we talked about there. And um, look, as always, we would love to hear from you. So uh, leave us a comment there on the site. Come on over to iTunes. Give us a review. Say hello. Write something nice in there or not, but we hope it'd be nice. And uh, we also have an amazing little free resource we'd like to offer to you. If you come on over to aybpodcast.com, Andrew has put together a list of the most amazing automation tools and resources. You definitely want to get your hands on this. Yes, do that. Go there now, <laughs> aybpodcast.com, um, and leave go. us a review. Now, if you're, if you're listening to us on iTunes, leave us a review on iTunes if you feel like it, or if you're listening to us on Stitcher, Spreaker, Podomatic, or even iHeartRadio, then we'd love to hear from you on those platforms too. We're checking, we're checking those uh, every day, so we're always looking for comments and people that are listening to us via those channels. So wherever you are, we love you. <laughs> exactly. So thanks again, everybody, for listening. Thanks again, Andrew, for your chat. Thanks, H. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.